Welcome to this rebroadcast of Hope in the Night. We hope the content of this program will bring you biblical hope and practical help. Now here's Hope in the Night with June Hunt. Welcome to Hope in the Night, late night talk radio offering biblical hope and practical help and on the air now for over 25 years. I'm Jeff Oliver here with author and speaker June Hunt. June, so many times the counsel, the, the advice that you give people is uh, to deal with others in terms of boundaries that they need to set up. And whether it's person to person, in other words, a peer, somebody who's who's your your friend or co-worker and, and equal, or maybe it's parent to child relationship. And I know that you talk about that often and are asked to speak about those kinds of things. What are the, what would you say the kind of the, and I'm, I'm listening, I'm taking notes because you know I have children in my house. I do know, you know that. (laughs) And I love the idea of boundaries, but what would you say is the, uh, the main benefit of setting a boundary? (laughs) And that's uh, vital uh, because many, many are never, they themselves did not receive as, as, children, I'm talking about the adults, the the parents, they didn't receive boundaries uh, in a healthy way uh, when they were growing up. So, and and in fact, this this language at at times is new new language to some. So, like, a a boundary is a line that should not be crossed. Um, I I think it's vital to understand we have boundaries in our lives. Um, you're not allowed to drive on the sidewalk. You can't drive your, I'm talking about drive a car on the sidewalk. Um, that, you know, and you can be literally fined or arrested uh, because you could kill someone if you did literally uh, not honor that boundary. Uh, so external boundaries, this is my answer, external boundaries are designed to develop internal character. If we're talking about in, in um, kids, um, that there, there, there are boundaries that we all have regardless of age. There are certain boundaries. Like I said, you can't drive on the sidewalk. The curb is the boundary. And so, like, when I was a youth director, um, teenagers experience an appropriate repercussion for defying a boundary because a painful consequence is designed to develop discipline. Parents who let, now this is important, I had to learn this. Parents who let their kids continue to get away with wrong are training them to do wrong. Hmm. For example, here's, imagine a daughter. Um, Parents who let the daughter experience no repercussion for being disrespectful toward them are training their daughter to be disrespectful toward other authority figures. Likewise, she doesn't learn, that daughter doesn't learn self-discipline. And I think 
this is where it can be so helpful um, to understand, do you really want to do what is in your daughter's or your son's best interest? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that That's a no-brainer. Yes. And so a lack of discipline with kids of any age won't prepare, in this case, this daughter for the discipline she'll need in adulthood. And see, all of this is helping them, the kids for adulthood, to be respectful then, not just toward you, you as a dad, Jeff, mm -hmm. um, if you let defiance, uh, a lack of discipline, uh, continue on and on, you're not doing what's best to prepare your daughters. No. I know you've got daughters at home, younger. You're not preparing them for adulthood. Mm. So, you know, what happens if... Um, there are no repercussions, uh, let's say, coming home after a time that was set, which we call it like a, a curfew. Then you're training your, your son, your daughter, to disrespect time. And years later, when he's trying to uh, keep a job, he has no discipline to meet his scheduled deadlines. Hmm. Therefore... He has trouble being on time because right. he wasn't trained to respect time. Right. This is not preparing your, I, I call it a kite for flight. <laughs> kids are like kites. And we've got to help kids literally to prepare your kite for flight. Uh, this is not disentangling the sun after... Uh, or, or, or a daughter after they've uh, the kites crashed. That the, the issue is to help your kites soar. And so I think it's important to realize you're not being hard on them. You're not being cruel. You're not being a meanie. You know, all these things. Even if you're blamed for that. No. You know that you're doing what's in their best interest for their future. No matter what you're facing, there's hope. Sometimes it's hard to believe that. When we face challenges at home, work, in our family, or maybe a private struggle, it can be hard to see what God is doing. The good news is, you're not alone. If you're facing a difficult life issue, we'd love to help. Give us a call at 1-800-NIGHT-17 to talk with June Hunt on the Hope in the Night broadcast. You can talk with June about any issue, whether it's family, marriage, anxiety, anger, abuse, grief, or just the everyday stress of life. June would love to hear your story and work through it together with God's Word. The Bible says there is surely a future hope for you, and your hope will not be cut off. If you'd like to talk with June, give us a call at 1-800-NIGHT-17. That's 1-800-644-4817. Your story might bless someone else's life. 
What does the Bible say about anxiety, abuse, or grief? Does the Bible really say anything about addiction, boundaries, or dealing with difficult people? As June Hunt has often said, there really are biblical solutions to all of life's struggles. We are excited to let you know about the newest and most comprehensive resource from June Hunt and the Ministry of Hope for the Heart, the Care and Counsel Library. Developed over a span of 35 years with the help of pastors, counselors, and ministry leaders, the Care and Counsel Library is a 50-topic, 10-volume set of books which provide clear answers from God's Word on real-life issues. This is a must-have resource for anyone who wants to grow in biblical wisdom. And right now, you can save 25% when you get the whole set. Check out the Care and Counsel Library today at hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. That's hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. I'm Jeff Oliver. We'll get to our caller in a moment. Our customer customer support team is available at 800-488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time, and they will help you access the appropriate resources. Maybe you hear about a topic or one of our resources, uh, many titles here that we will talk about on the program. You you can get that in your hands, too, and uh, customer support would be able to help you with that. If you have any questions, any concerns about any of the topics here, their number is 800-488-HOPE. I want to recommend to you the book called Bonding with Your Teen Through Boundaries. And June was just sharing from a bit of that, and you'll want to make sure that you get that in your hand if that is your particular situation. If you have a teen in your home, that's going to be helpful. Uh, Maybe you can pass that along to someone else as well if they have uh, teens in their home. Now, if uh, maybe you don't have teens yet, but you do have children in the home, there's a book that we have as well that June has written called Bonding with Your Children or Bonding with Your Child through boundaries. Each of those are available, and you can get those through customer support at 800-488-HOPE. That's 800-488-4673. Well, let's get to our caller for tonight, and this evening we welcome back from uh, from just uh, about a month or so ago from Georgia, and uh, she listens online to us. We welcome back Adrian. Well, hi, Adrian. We do welcome you back. How can we help you? Hello, thank you for taking my call. Um, Welcome. um, I wanted to uh, get back with you because I did some follow-up with some some of the things that you suggested that I do for my son. Um, And so I wanted to let you know that I did um, speak with him about consequences for his actions. Uh And um, he did. We both went back to a local store. He had made those purchases online with my credit card. And so um, we went back to a local store with all that we could find around the house that he had purchased, and mostly books. And he took those things back. And so he returned them. I explained to their manager what was going on. Um, God truly blessed us with 
what I believe was probably another Christian. Mm. So she was very gentle in receiving the books back and then talking to him and sharing some encouraging words. And um, But that still left uh, a couple hundred, several hundred dollars of merchandise that he said he couldn't figure out what he did or what he bought. So I told him, based on what we subtracted, that he had to therefore return the rest back to me in cash mm-hmm. and that we would return that back to the credit card company or the bank. So uh-huh. um, he, he appeared to be willing. Um, he does work, but he doesn't work many hours. Again, this is a young man who's on the spectrum. So he's actually 20, but in the mind, I don't think he's... I think he might be more around maybe 16 years old. Okay, possibly. you're talking about autistic? Yes. I think last time we talked, yes, okay, he, uh, the spectrum of autism, okay. So yes. about approximately, he functions like around a 16-year-old instead of a 20-year-old. That's what okay. I'm estimating, yes. Yes, okay. By the so, way, I'm uh, proud of you. I'm very proud of you. You took action. See, that, but that's most loving for him, right? Yeah. Because it's vital that he not... I believe that you had said that um, he... Did he take your credit card? Would you, would you remind me how... You know, I forgot to really go back and talk to him about the details. Um, my understanding is that his sibling saw a picture of my credit card in his telephone. Oh. I, never, I never remember to ask him when he did that, but apparently uh, he took a picture of it and, had, and, and saved it. And when he, I guess, decided he wanted to go spending, he used the picture. Mm. Well, and I'm going to ask a question I think I already know the answer to. Did you give him permission to take a picture of your credit card? Absolutely not. Right, right. So therefore, your job will be to ask him to see, you want to see the picture on, of, of your credit card on his phone, and it needs to be removed. So, you need to say, I, I need you to remove it right now. Okay. Because, because, see, that's almost, if you will, setting, it's like he's set up to, if he has the urge to steal or to do this again, well, at least he, he needs... He, it is for his benefit. It's not only is it because it's right to do, but you're preparing him for the future. Keep thinking okay. of it this way. I'm preparing my son to live independently. He needs structure, doesn't he? But I just, as we're talking about this, I keep remembering things that I forget to do. And, um, and I'm just, I'm, I'm a very overwhelmed parent, single parent. Uh, 
By profession, yeah. I'm an educator. So my days are so busy that when I come home, I'm past exhausted. Mm. Um, what I um, did as I followed up, I had contacted the bank. They asked the very question that you asked. So they wanted to know how I gave them permission. So, so what they did, um, they, um, they destroyed access to that card and mm-hmm. sent me another card. Mm-hmm. But what I forgot to do, and I guess I just don't think about it because it's family, but um, I forgot to protect myself with that new card. I tend to um, leave my pocketbook either in my bedroom or I leave it, you know, hanging around the house. I don't think about it. Oh. Um, so now that I got the new credit card, um, I have not protected myself very well. As I'm thinking, okay. as I'm talking to you about this, it's been in my purse just like it always is. Mm-hmm. Um, well. So, and I hate to live like I'm hiding. I guess I need to hide my credit card now in my, in, in my home. Uh, think think okay. of it as you are protecting the card from being misused and you're, you're, you're helping your son. Uh, it, it's, okay, th- th- wait a minute. Th- think of it this way. Uh, if, if you say, well, uh, and, and some people can't identify with this, but... Um, Let's say you decide, I know uh, I could easily, um, well, let, 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 me, let me just ask, do you have a, a favorite dessert? <laughs> I, I love cheesecake. <laughs> you lo- oh, I love cheesecake. Is that, you, you love cheesecake. Oh, my goodness. Well, actually, that's... A, a healthier dessert because of the cheese and the pro I mean it's not calories but you know the issue is uh, it, it it's a healthier dessert now um, let's say you you thought oh my goodness I just continue to indulge and I I and you you kind of watch the scales, you know. You think, well, boy, I didn't realize that it gained some weight. I, I mean, it's un, where it's uncomfortable. Well, yeah. Would you then decide? Oh, I'm just going to buy several cheesecakes and you know have have one in the the. Um, um, I, I'm going to have one in the refrigerator. And one, um, even on the counter, just so so. As soon as I come in, I'm ready to eat it. You know, do, do you understand? You don't make provision. The Bible even says, "Do not make provision for the lust of the flesh." Do not make provision for the lust of the flesh. And and the thing is, we at times. Like I know what I cannot have out. I mean, I, mean, I, I know what I, I can't have at my home, and that's Cheetos. <laughs> because okay. if if it's open, I, I I and I I mean I don't. In fact, I even tell people don't don't 
don't be nice to me and get me Cheetos because uh, I, I need to not eat them because I love them and I would. And so my, my point is, here I am, you know, and for years I've known. And by the way, uh, I, sh I should say this. Now, if I am someplace and it just so happens that there are Cheetos that are out in a bowl or something, I don't feel guilty if I eat a few or whatever. Right. But in other words, to have the whole bag, I could eat the whole bag. And when there isn't discipline already, uh, you're, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to appeal to what is in his best interest. You're not depriving him. You're, you're helping establish a discipline that he needs for adulthood. You said he was 20, didn't you? But he's yeah. operating on a, like a 16-year-old. A, a okay. Well, 16-year-olds, many are disciplined. But it, it, it's a pattern, meaning there's a habit... They're, they're bad habits and good habits. And how do you change a bad habit? By establishing a good habit over and over and over. So I'm emphasizing, I'm emphasizing you said you are, you're an educator, you understand. You're exhausted when you come home. Um... Well, there's, there've got to be some non-negotiables. But what we talked about the last time was that you know that he crossed the line. But he's just, he, and what I wrote down, because I'm looking at my notes, that you, that he's been too disrespectful toward you. Well, that's a habit, and you have tried, and I understand that. So we just got to be more creative and and figure out what to do that will make a difference. You, and you did some great things already. struggle to believe that God loves you, that He accepts you, forgives you, and sees you as His precious, beloved child? So many people have a distorted picture of God that He is distant, disappointed, or doesn't care about what's going on in our lives. The truth is, God cares about you more than you know. We want to encourage you to check out June Hunt's popular devotional, Seeing Yourself Through God's Eyes. In this 31-day devotional, June Hunt provides compassionate, biblical insight to help you understand and embrace the life-changing identity you have in Christ. Each day provides a biblical truth along with a short reflection and journaling questions to help you see yourself through God's eyes. We give this devotional to every caller on Hope in the Night because it has changed so many lives. 
Get a copy of June Hunt's devotional for yourself or a loved one at junehunt.org. The World Class Hope Together Conference is returning to Allen, Texas this October with leading experts and over 50 ministry training sessions, including crisis and trauma response, lay counseling, marriage and family, mental and emotional health, life coaching, and leadership. Hear from dynamic speakers featuring Nick Vujicic, Taya Kyle, Gary Wilkerson, James Ward, General Bob Dees, Steve Arterburn, Dr. Joshua Straub, Dr. Eric Scalise, and our very own June Hunt. Join a genuine supportive community of like-minded friends and leaders who have answered the call and discover our growing network with year-round support for your ministry needs. Register now at hopetogether.com. That's hopetogether.com. And don't miss the life-changing experience of the Hope Together Conference. In the Night with June Hunt, we are a ministry of Hope for the Heart, offering God's truth for today's problems. We exist because of your ongoing prayers and continued support of this ministry. We thank you for that. Our customer support team can be reached at 800-488-HOPE. They're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. They'd be happy to uh, just help you get the right resources into your hands. Maybe it's a title a reference they can give you on our website, a free resource there. Our quick reference guides would be um, ho- helpful for that. Also, we have our Keys for Living that uh, so many people enjoy to uh, ordering and looking at that. And those are just really a full treatment of any particular topic. Over 100 titles there. Just talk to customer support about what might help you the most. I want to recommend to you one of our books called um, Bonding with Your Teen Through Boundaries, and uh, that is what uh, June has been talking about and, uh, and quoting from tonight. Also, we have the Keys for Living called Parenting, Steps for Successful Parenting, and uh, all those resources are available by calling customer support at 800-488-HOPE. That's 800-488-4673. If you would like to speak with June about something going on in your life and to get direction there, some some uh, support and also b- biblical uh, perspective on on how God sees your situation. Give us a call. We'd like to talk to you on the uh, on an upcoming Hope in the Night. The number there eight hundred night seventeen eight hundred N I G H T one seven. And when you call, you'll uh, leave a message. We'll get back to you as soon as possible to schedule you for an upcoming Hope in the Night. That's eight hundred night seventeen eight hundred six four 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 eight one seven. Now let's get back to our conversation with Adrian. Well, Adrian, um, help me understand. Um, is there a, a, a like you have custody of your son? I think you had said you had twin boys. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. Okay. And I do. So mm-hmm. they're both twenty. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Um, but this son 
is the only one who has the autism. Is that correct? No, they both actually have the autism, but this one is the one who is lower on the scale, so he has a lot more difficulty processing information sometimes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or, or he deals with a lot of anger. So he also has oppositional defiance disorder. Mm. Okay. All the more... Yeah, all the more there needs to be boundaries. Um, Did you have an opportunity to read the first chapter of the book uh, that I sent you, Bonding with Your Teen Through Boundaries? I skipped and went to another chapter. (laughs) Okay. I'm sorry, but I will go back and read the first chapter. I, I, I flipped through and... Um, I saw a topic that was very interesting, and I started reading there. Um, so I uh-huh. need to go back to the first chapter, but it was very good. Well, um, it, it's the groundwork. You're laying the groundwork for boundaries. And there's an issue, um, by the way, I'll tell you what I do sometimes when I'm talking with kids. Um, and because sometimes illustrations, in fact, if I were going to teach adults, um, I, I will have a goldfish bowl and with water in it and uh, a goldfish that is not real, alive, that is. It's, um, and the reason I do this is because it's a visual. And... Um, I will say um, that there is, we're, we're going to talk about goldfish and, you know, what, what does a goldfish need? <laughs> well, a goldfish, and you've got the bowl right there, but goldfish needs water, right? Yes. Okay. And obviously, now kids... All kids want freedom to do whatever they want to do. And I don't mean that in a negative way, but uh, just imagine now, here's this little clever young goldfish gurgling thing. I don't like this glass bowl. I, I don't like the boundary of the bowl. You know, it keeps me from going where I want to go and doing what I want to do. It's too limiting. I want to get free of this bowl. So let's say this goldfish is able to jump a little bit, flips a fin, flaps a tail, and keeps doing it over and over and over and over, and it begins to leap a little bit, and all of a sudden he leaps outside the bowl. So now the goldfish is free. How long Mm -hmm. is he going to stay alive? Not very long. No. He cleared the boundary of the bowl, but now, within minutes, he dies. So this one single act doomed him to certain death. Why? Because goldfish need water. And the fish bowl held the needed water, and therefore the boundary of the bowl 
was positive because it held the water that the goldfish needed for life. So being free to do whatever you want to do may seem right at the moment, but that doesn't make it right. And there's a wonderful scripture. It's Proverbs 14, 12. In fact, this very verse in the Bible is repeated a second time in the book of Proverbs. And it's rare to have a scripture repeated, but it's the exact same words. Proverbs 14, 12 says, there's a way that seems right, but in the end, it leads to death. Yeah. There's a way that seems right. For that little goldfish, wanting to be free, to do whatever, to go wherever, it seems right. But in the end, it leads to death. So this is precisely why young people need their parents' guidance. That's why your son, who already has challenges, needs you to talk with him. He needs you to literally talk about what is a boundary. And, you know, I, I, candidly, when I was growing up, that word was not used except for mm-hmm. a boundary of a country. Uh, right, yeah. All countries have boundaries, but uh, <laughs> um, there are positive benefits uh, to have a boundary. And um, <clears throat> for you also, there's a boundary that you need to have for your credit card. And that helps him not take advantage and do something if that if it's a temptation to him, you know, because he needs to understand, he needs to hear clearly that it is your personal property and you're responsible for every charge that's on that card. Right. And it and that it is Never right for anyone to take your credit card and use it because, and, and that, that therefore there's a consequence. And see, that's, that's the thing with, um, I remember one time a woman called and she was just dismayed and she had a young adult son and he was being very disrespectful toward her, and um, he lived at at her home. And uh, I said, because I asked, "What well, what is the living situation?" And she said, "Well, he uh, I provide food." And I said, "Do you?" Are you the one who pays the either, either the mortgage, the rent? And she said yes. And and um, she said, but he's and it was it was disrespect. He would um, at times use profanity toward her. And so I said, 
well, what what do you do? And she said, I said, do do you have boundaries? And she said, oh, yes. I've told him he mustn't do that. And I said, what what happens when he... um, he is disrespectful toward you. Well, we just fight, and we just get into this fight. I said, oh. And I said, how effective is that? She said, well, it's not. (laughs) And so you can have a boundary, but you have to have a repercussion if the boundary is crossed. Right. And so what for you is the boundary since he's crossed the line. Well, he knows what he is has the, to pay the repercussion? Right, he knows he has to pay the money back. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm running into a problem. Because, like I say, with his job, he doesn't get a lot of money. He gets paid twice a month. Mm-hmm. Um, and it sounds like his check might be $300. And okay. so he finally agreed to um, make the make a first payment of, of about fifty dollars, and I told mm-hmm. him he would have to do that until he reaches the almost five hundred dollar mark. Um, now my son is a Christian, and he knows the Bible. I mean, he really knows the Bible because he studies it uh, a lot. Good, good. And um, but recently, you know, I said, "Well, son, you're going to get paid soon, and I need you to make sure." as we work through a budget, that you give mom the other $50. And then he said to me, well, the Lord told me I was not supposed to touch the money and I can't give you anything. And so now we're kind of, that we're, we're, at, we're at that point right now because he doesn't agree with my decision right now. But do you understand? <laughs> it's See, th- then your answer is, but it's not your money. Because... You've already, and I'm talking about the $50. Yeah. Say, but that's not yours because you've already misused the privilege. And it is right for you to make restitution. And that's biblical. That's a biblical concept. So, and since you said that he literally knows, you know, it sounds like he wants to do what the Bible says. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So say, I'm, and just say, I'm so proud of you that you want to do what God wants you to do. Are you struggling with a difficult life issue? Maybe it's a family problem, a private struggle, or something in your past you've never resolved. The good news is you're not alone. Sometimes we need to talk things through with someone who will listen to our story and help make sense of what we're experiencing. For more than 20 years on Hope in the Night, June Hunt has listened to thousands of personal stories, heartaches and challenges from people like you, and provided compassionate counsel from God's Word. No matter what the issue is, family, marriage, anxiety, abuse, grief, or just the daily stresses of work and life. June would love to talk with you and share help and hope through God's Word. If you'd like to talk with June on Hope in the Night, give us a call at 1-800-917. We'll protect your privacy and sharing your story might bless someone else's life. 
Give us a call today at 1-800-917. That's 1-800-644-4817. If you or a loved one are struggling with a difficult life issue, we want to encourage you to check out the free resources from June Hunt and the ministry of Hope for the Heart. At hopefortheheart.org forward slash free, you'll find over 50 free resources that you can download straight to your phone or computer. Our free PDF resources provide quick answers from God's Word on real-life issues, including anger, abuse, anxiety, family issues, forgiveness, and more. They are absolutely free and easy to access. Many of our listeners have found these to be helpful for overcoming personal challenges, and some have found them to be a useful ministry tool to share with others who need help with a personal struggle like guilt, stress, or worry. Whatever issue you or a loved one are facing, you can find helpful free resources at hopefortheheart.org forward slash free. That's hopefortheheart.org forward slash free. others. If you have any questions about tonight's topic or any number of topics, we have over 100 keys for living that will help you address your situation. Call our customer support team at 800-488-HOPE. They're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time, and they'll help you access the resources that you need. Uh, I want to recommend the, the book called Bonding with your, with your Teen Through Boundaries, and that is available as well as many other titles by calling customer support at 800-488-HOPE. That's 800-488-4673. Also check out our website. That's hopefortheheart.org slash store. You'll find new updated keys for living with new titles being added monthly. Also Lifeline to Hope online training, as well as June's many biblical resources, books, devotions, music, CDs. It's all there at hopefortheheart.org slash store. Now back to tonight's conversation with Adrian. Well, Adrian, you've made me curious. So I've just turned in my book, uh, my copy of Bonding with Your Teen Through Boundaries, on the stealing chapter. I did 36 different scenarios. Um, I used to be a youth director. And um, I finally, 15 years after I was a youth director, I wrote the book I needed. And so... I was a little late. <laughs> I was right out of college when I was a youth director, but I, I, and I, uh, but it, I made it ultra practical, uh, and I took thirty-six different scenarios. One of them, I mean, it's like boundaries at home, boundaries at school, social boundaries, and personal boundaries, like back talk would be one, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and, you know, fighting and cheating and failing grades and missing homework, cutting class, etc. Yeah. So, um, so here's the scenario. Your son hurt, this is what I've written, 
Your son hurriedly exits your bedroom. By the way, you and I didn't know each other when I wrote this. <laughs> okay. Con concerned, you walk over to the dresser, open your wallet, and discover that the $20 you earmarked for dinner is gone. You feel heart sick as you hear Randy, this is what I'm calling the son, open and then close the front door behind him. You've accepted the possibility that an outsider, a stranger, might rob you, but certainly not the insider, not, not family. You know he took the money and that this behavior will only get worse without confrontation. So what could you do? Stealing takes many forms, as illustrated by the following scenarios, all drawn from real life. The first scenario, a mother repeatedly has uh, discovered missing money from her purse. Therefore, she carefully counts the money in her wallet, subtly marking every bill. Days later, when she comes up short, she confronts her son, tells him how much money was missing, and describes the marks she made on yeah. the bills. Then she asks him to empty his pockets. She checks the, his money to show, you know, so, so that, you know, here he's caught red-handed. Okay, then yeah. this mother, uh, you know, knew the son had, it's really a deeper problem stemming from, the, the, and, and there can be, there can be challenges of, of just not uh, having boundaries. Um, and the, again, the boundary is the line that should not be crossed. So confronting him with the stolen money gave her the leverage she needed to insist that he come uh, to counseling with her. And, and sometimes counseling is helpful, but uh, more and more today, um, teens need... And and I know he's 20. I know he's not a teenager technically, but as you said, in reality, he operates uh, with, because of his being on the spectrum, uh, being 16. Um, but for many, it doesn't seem wrong to take money because in their mind, if they want it, they should have it. Right. Now, you and I know he's not going to get away with stealing from work, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. See, because now you're preparing him for adulthood. And, and if, if he doesn't see that there's anything wrong, um, it, there's no remorse for stealing, only for getting caught. And that is uh, a huge thing. I think uh, you could certainly uh, tell him that God sees everything. In fact, there's a fascinating uh, scripture uh, that I, I think is very helpful for us all, whether we're kids or adults. Um, and I um, want to make sure that I've got it exactly right. 
um, but it it's basically saying uh, nothing in all creation is hidden from God's sight. Everything is laid bare before the eyes of him to whom we must give an account. In fact, that would be a great scripture for you to give him um, for him to just read every day and memorize. And you could say, you know, there are going to be times when you're going to need to share this with a friend. Um, you're you're going to need to help a friend who needs to know this scripture. See, because kids like to help kids. Kids like to, yeah. to help. And I think that when so you you want something that will appeal something that will appeal uh to him and and so you're i just want to emphasize your you're helping prepare him for adulthood but uh, I would consider enforcing the biblical punishment for stealing. Did you know that according to Exodus 22, uh, verse 4 and verse 9, your teenager needs to pay back double the amount stolen? Wow. Now, now see, you're not asking for that. You're just asking for repayment. But if yeah. he were to do what the Bible says, it literally is the... And, and so I, I would let him know about Exodus. In fact, I would uh, use his Bible and say, in fact, say, I, why don't you look up Exodus 22? Exodus is the second book of the Bible. Mm -hmm. Exodus 22, verse 4. And say, what does it say? And it says, if the stolen animal is found alive in his possession, whether ox or donkey or sheep, he must pay back double. Verse 9, and this is so helpful because you said that he, he's a Christian and he loves to read the Bible. It yeah. says, in all cases, verse 9, of illegal possession, and it's making it of an ox, a donkey, a sheep, a garment, or any other lost property about which somebody says, this is mine. Both parties are to bring their cases before the judge. The one whom the judge declares guilty must pay back double to his neighbor. That's good. <laughs> And there is Leviticus 6. See, you're here, you're speaking his language, and you, you yeah. say, you know, your language is the Bible. You want to do what God wants you to do. Now, here, <laughs> um, well, I'll, I'll let you look at it, but it has, um, for, it's, it's a law of restitution. He must make restitution in full, add a fifth of the value to it, and give it all to the owner 
on the day he presents his guilt offering. It's called a guilt offering. Mm-hmm. Okay. And and just just let him know that you're going to be so proud of him <clears throat> for doing what's right. Yeah. But that if you want to, you can say, since this is your first defense, I'm not asking you to pay back double. Mm-hmm. But but to say, I don't feel like it, or I don't think I should, just ask him, do you want to do what God wants you to do? Do you want to do what God wants you to do? What do you think he would say? He wants to do what the Lord wants. Good. And then if he says that, then you say, I'm so proud of you. Because that's what okay. God wants you to do. He wants you to yield your will to his will. By the way, I never forget um, when I first read a particular scripture. You will find this very interesting. Mm-hmm. And that it says, this is Ecclesiastes eight eleven. Ecclesiastes 8.11 When the sentence for a crime is not quickly carried out, the hearts of the people are filled with schemes to do wrong. Mm. So that's motivation for you and motivation for him. And yeah. just say... Very good, when, very good. And it, so this is all in... That stealing chapter. Well, the yeah. Uh, the, and so, just say let's let's both find out what does God say. Let's look it up. Now you will already have it marked. But that's huge. When the sentence for a crime is not quickly carried out, the hearts of the people are filled with schemes to do wrong. So that is your motivation because you want to. Train him to do right, not train him by omission to do wrong. And another scripture, Proverbs 28, 9 says, If anyone turns a deaf ear to the law, even his prayers are detestable. So these are all going to be helpful to you. And um, so go back and read uh, that first chapter and then read the stealing chapter which is chapter 26 it's only three pages or four pages I think in length all those individual chapters are just a few pages we will send resources to tonight's caller free of charge and we're able to do that because of your generous support of this ministry. And if you'd like to give to keep those resources going out and to keep this program on the air, you may do so at hopefortheheart.org slash donate. And we thank you for that. You may order resources for yourself at 800-488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. And our materials and recent programs are available at hopefortheheart.org. Also find our programs wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Until next time, for June Hunt, I'm Jeff Oliver saying you... Hang on to hope. The preceding program was pre-recorded.